This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker and I'm going to listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it, and I like his aggressiveness on it. And the bulldog put not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mumbo rapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. Well, if this isn't you, you know someone like this who kind of seems like the person all the time who's saying, why can't it ever be easy? Why does it always have to be so hard? And last year with the Bills, down the stretch, everything that happened, the season ended, everybody's exhausted, and, you know, how could anybody have expected these guys to to last, to keep winning? And then uh, here we are this year, different, but from 6-6 and to the two-seed, and everybody's talking about the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Why does it have to be so hard? <laughs> I am I'm I'm that guy. I'm that I don't guy. Know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It it I'm uh I'm 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 struggling with all of it. Like just all of it just makes me nuts. Um it's just, you know, I I from a from a football perspective, I don't like it. Um I, I'm <laughs> I am i don't know if this is my age or what exactly it is, but the, the thing I mostly feel today, recognizing that it's politics and, you know, certain people, you know, maybe took a lot of heat last year for seeming like they didn't prepare the population adequately for the Christmas blizzard, but... I just I, I'm I'm having trouble rectifying the governor declaring a state of emergency and then like oh, but yeah but we're gonna play football right in the middle of it I don't know the whole thing just seems <laughs> insane to me and I think you know I get why Governor Hochul's doing what she's doing it's preemptive um, again make sure the word is out this is a serious storm be careful but yet get seventy thousand people to the stadium safely in the teeth of it. Okay. Um I, I don't know. I'm just having I'm having a struggle with that. Is anyone else struggling with that? Uh just I'm having trouble adding that up. And and I know there's not a guarantee that it's gonna be that that'll be the teeth of the storm. Um but uh, I don't know man the forecasting increasingly likely. Yeah and the and the forecasting to me has gotten over the years less speculative about this and, and more and more precise. It's not say they don't ever miss, 
But I don't know, man. I just I, this whole thing just seems insane to me. Going to watch football is the one activity you're allowed to do on Sunday. <laughs> right. Nothing else is important enough. Right. Only going to the Bills game is important enough. So, but the the actual words of it was, you know, if you're if you're going to the game, pay attention to the forecast. If you're not, stay home. Right. So yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing. That's how normal all of this is. That's why why we're giving hundreds of millions of dollars, if not more, to build stadiums that will be used ten times a year so the bills can exist. And in the same way, without without a roof. Yeah, and like, look, the roof, the roof for the the game, that's one thing. I mean, you could have a roof on the stadium out there and you'd still be facing the same logistical gymnastics, if not nightmare, if, again, it's the heart of a – you know, <laughs> snow event, and there's 40 mile an hour winds occurring with it. You still have to get everyone involved safely there and back, even if you have a, a roof and it's 72 degrees, climate controlled. So that that might be the bigger issue. Like I, I've I've said before, recently. I don't know if I said it in the midst of this conversation the last few days about this, but like I, I have no question. I would be able to and might even really look forward and enjoy sitting in the stadium for three hours in a snowstorm and watching football. I think that would be really cool. That would be something I'd like to do. What I don't want to do is fight to get there and get back. <laughs> that's that's the thing to me. I don't want really much to do with that at all. And And I also think I could do that safely. I'm a good driver. I've got a four-wheel drive truck. But, like, do I really want to be in – in that? No. Not not at my age. I don't know. If I was 30, maybe. But I, I don't want to slug my way through that. I don't know if that makes I me soft feel- or if I'm like the I'm, I'm the guy on the radio that shouldn't be saying that to people. I'm sorry to break your hearts, man. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want to. I'm just. It's not my thing, man. Doesn't sound like a good time no. to me. No, none of it sounds like a good time to me. Uh, I'm not sure from the upper deck on a day like this, if it's the worst case scenario, you could even see the game. From inside, from anywhere inside the stadium, it might just be such a whiteout that you know it, you go for the atmosphere. But this is the playoffs too. Like mm-hmm. the, the part of which talk the Cleveland game last year. Oh well, seating and importance and all this is one thing. But do you think? Would you say with like certainty that you think the game will definitely not be moved or rescheduled? Would you say that at this point? I don't know enough about the machinations that need to take place to make such a thing happen. Um, so I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't want to say with certainty that that that, that I wouldn't want to rule that out. Okay. What, what a disaster for you know for us for fans, but for the league too. Uh, maybe for the the Bills themselves to have uh, this, you know, lining up this way, and with Kansas City. You know, similarly tomorrow night with just frigid con- conditions, in the same tone as you started with, like what's actually important here. There's no way these games really should happen. You know, negative twenty degree wind chills, where it's like too safe. It's it's not. It's it's too uh, dangerous to drive in. It's too dangerous in Kansas City to even be outside. You know, fans, players, everybody. There's no way you should actually have those sporting events at those times. But, you know, the the league, it's there's so much money riding on it. 
and just like the the rigid nature of the schedule, especially in the playoffs, I just can't imagine, no matter how bad it is expected to be, that especially this late in the going, that the game gets uh, rescheduled. Yeah. And even like with with this particular storm, us now, not necessarily Kansas City, although I do think this is similar uh, with what I've read about their weather. If you move, you're not going to move it up to tomorrow. Tomorrow's bad anyway, but you, you're not going to make the game earlier. Uh, playoff game especially and then monday what monday afternoon um that's not necessarily that much better even by then maybe a little so if it is moved that might be when it's moved to just 24 hours or something but i don't know like it just seems too big all of this um playoff season here right for that to be likely and you know they're they're still is there still room to just guys? It's just a snowstorm. I, I, like I don't know. Like I, I'm there's a there's a bit of conflict in me, despite everything I've already said. Because like what I've already said is all predicated on a worst case scenario, right? Where it is like blizzard like conditions from Saturday night into Sunday morning and maybe even Sunday afternoon and through the game at the stadium. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. The way, the way it reads to me right now is like I'm going to get a bunch of snow at my house Saturday night into Sunday morning. And and then as maybe as I'm waking up on Sunday that snow is moving south and once the game gets going and maybe after the game it will even continue moving south. But it, may, maybe it moves south sooner. Maybe it doesn't snow as much. Maybe the wind cha- you know, I don't know. There's a lot of maybes. So, um, you know, I, I also don't want to sound like i'm like in a panic about it um but it just it just shouldn't be this hard like you said right at the outset it just, everything shouldn't be this hard i'm a trooper show fan team. i i i haven't seen a movie clearly in the last 25 years but uh, you know a, a dozen or so movies i could t- i could actually have a conversation about in truman show this Bill, bill's life just feels like you know we're all truman and he finally figures out that there's just no way possible for him to get off the island and, like, you know, the, the, the bridge is on fire now and, you know, a chemical spill. You can't leave today. You can't. There's always something. And so um, there's a little bit of that sort of feel to this for me. But they're, they're going to play. You know, you're on your own, I guess, state of emergency. So be safe out there. Cross your fingers uh, if you're going to go. They played an entire season without fans in the in the crowd. So we know what matters most here. They're going to play. And then. You know, what are we here for? We're here to talk about the, the matchup and the Bills' chances and everything like that. And, of course, as every Bills fan pretty much knows, the thing is wind. And so whether, I mean, snow could cripple this game, and it looks like the way people are predicting it, as as sketchy, relatively sketchy as it all can be, the unpredictable nature of these kind of storms, um, right now, like, Orchard Park is the favorite to be in the bullseye position for this thing. So snow could cripple this game like we had with Indianapolis a few years ago and a handful of other games over the years. If that doesn't happen and the wind moves the snow one degree one way or the other, whatever it would take to basically have the stadium be able to escape the snow, you're still going to have what 30 mile an hour winds right with gusts even higher tomorrow is supposedly the worst wind day but sunday might be bad enough that you could have the bills advantage namely josh allen be uh neutralized at least somewhat so their season is on the line here 
and this might be really challenging, as we all know. Right. There's just there's just more uncertainty. I mean, it, you know, you're talking about a football game. Period. Played in perfect elements. You've got uncertainty, and you've got you know things that you would be concerned about with your team, worried about that the other team might be able to you know get over on you. Whatever. Like you just it's it's sports, right? So there's nothing nothing is certain other than they're going to play. Like they're going to kick it off and they're going to play. So you'd have that anyway. But then yeah, this 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 is where it gets to like why does everything have to be so hard? Because I, I've got. I've I've got this excellent team and this this quarterback which is you know we 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 were in here before he got here for you know what what what, what was it 15 years um begging for this guy cuz we got to win now this 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 is when you want to win in January in the playoffs so like okay I've got him I I've got I've got some good receivers I've got okay we're ready to go let's play the feud no no 40 mile an hour wins it's just like, come on! I don't, I don't need that on top of worrying about them blocking a punt or something on me for a touchdown like they did the last time or two times ago that they were here, the Steelers. Um, it just adds another layer of real life uncertainty because if you're going, you know, you, then then that's you're you're worrying about that too, and then you know you get to the game and you've got what impact is all this having on the actual competition. And, you know, the last place I want to be is with you, no offense, at 4.30 Sunday afternoon talking on the radio about how it's really tough to be really mad at them because, I mean, look at what they were playing in. Anything could have happened. Like, like, who wants to do that? That's exactly what last year ended up being. Yes. You know, like, the, the goal was the Super Bowl. The year before, everybody sort of agreed that they should have been in it. And they weren't. They blew it. So last year, you set you set yourself up. You know, those are the that's how high the bar is. And at the end of last year, like, ah, oh, can you blame them? I mean, they were they were mentally wiped and everything. Mm-hmm. But that that's just what it is. You know, like the the Bills can't let any of these sort of pre excuses kind of enter their minds. I just think that's really hard to do. You know, to block. To block that out, it's one thing that these guys tend to be really good at, um, and you've got coaches who are telling them how important it is to do that and to to be good at that all the time. To not let whatever excuse enter enter your mind. Here it's snow and wind in Kansas City. It's you know frigid uh, frigid temperatures, but history won't care if there was right. you know a foot of snow on the field for this game. And the Bills lose thirteen to eleven. Like history will not care. You know, you want to feel. It's easy to get sort of psyched out. Uh, I've been struggling with it this week for them, with all that the last five weeks have been. Uh, it's it's the the opponent is part of this. You know, the, the, a little bit of a mystique with the Steelers, and that they're what they're known for is more suited for what Sunday might look like. And there's sort of all these kind of, you know, different concerns. But the Bills' defense has been a huge story in in a year where, I mean, I kind of wrote them off uh, months ago because of injuries, not because of coaching or anything like that, but because of the the most important players, some of the most important players on the team, but on the defense getting, getting hurt. But they've done a great job, and they have as much, they deserve as much credit for the Bills playing at home this weekend as the offense does. I mean... What the Bills did to Kansas City, what they did to Dallas, what they did to Miami is why they're here. And so 
if it's awful out, even better, I guess. But their task is Mason Rudolph and a decent group of skill position players. I mean, I think the Steeler passing game just kind of gets written off here. But um, Pickens and Deontay Johnson are good. So Farm Farm Youth is okay too. He's yeah. okay, right? Yeah. The running backs are okay. Like there's, there's there's a challenge with that, but the the Bills have been, you know, almost shutting down better offenses, much better offenses than this. And if it's super windy to the point where you're worried about your own offense with Josh Allen running it, then you've got to hope that defensively the Bills will be excellent. Right, and that, but the conditions could present a different sort of challenge, right? The Bills have been excellent, and, you know, it's not to say like Dallas or Miami aren't teams that, and not Miami, certainly, can run the ball, um, but their, the Bills' pass defense, to me, is, is the stronger area, and if that is, um, you know, neutralized by the weather or, or, or just negated by the weather, like, whatever advantage I might have in pass defense might not be an advantage at all. And so now I got to line up and just play, you know, smash mouth with you. And I don't know how equipped the bills are to do that. <laughs> you know, I, I, so that, that's another, it's, it, it feels like a different sport almost I'm getting ready uh, or, you know, it's a facet of the sport could be severely compromised. And I think on both sides of the ball, I would say that's where my advantage lies. You know, like I, 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 I would be inclined if this game were being played in normal conditions. I might be inclined to say, like, oh, well, let, let, let not, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren are probably going to get their yards. But when you need, you know, you need a big pass on on third and seven, are you going to be able to get it done? Is my pass rush going to get home? Uh, am I, I going to have you covered? Am I going to confuse you? Are you going to throw it to me? That sort of thing. But if you get into a game where that barely matters. It's just like it's the same thing on offense. My advantage is what? Uh, my creativity on offense, uh, my passing game, and my big arm quarterback. And again, if that gets negated, it doesn't mean you, you can't win the game that other way. It's just not necessarily the thing you're better at. I feel like the Steelers might be more equipped to win that kind of game or certainly play that kind of game. Really is, you know, tough for just like the, the competition side of things, though. Like, this game and the game tomorrow night. The game tomorrow night almost feels like even more. We'll see what Sunday looks like, but even more just ruined by by weather. Like minus twenty wind chills, you know, or even lower. Just that's brutal. So again, like, do do you even know looking back over the years what the weather was like in some of these games? I'm seeing. I, I I'm finding that. I, I, I'm realizing that about myself today with comparisons on Twitter, or as Bulldog calls it, X. Uh, you know, the, a lot of cool people are calling it X right now, and I refuse to be cool. That's my excuse. Are, are just re- reminding me of, of games from other years, like there's this Patriots-Titans game, apparently, from 2004 that was so miserable out. You know, people didn't even leave their cars. It was it was that cold. And I'm like, I didn't know that. I don't remember remember that. I know New England won six Super Bowls, and I think one of them was that season. I, apparently, there was a game that was really cold out, but uh, oh well. I mean, right. tough. I, just, I didn't know. So the the, uh, the Bills, I mean, it's all been said about just the window, right, and the importance of this season, what changes might be necessary next year with the cap and everything like that, and I'm certainly not trying to 
get us there right now, but um, <laughs> just it, it doesn't matter to uh, uh, to any of that whether it snows. You know, like you just you just gotta you gotta get it done out there, Bulldog. You gotta get it done. You gotta you gotta come in on Sunday <laughs> with a good attitude and not uh, be so worried about you know what you have to say. My attitude. That's what I think. My, what I think. Thank you for the pep talk. I, I'm confident. Yes. My and I'm not coming in anywhere. I've got. I'll be home like you uh, on Sunday. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm home. I'm, I'm all, going in. I'm all set. What? I'll go in on Sunday. One of us should be there, right? No. No, we don't. You don't think so? No. It doesn't matter. No. Okay. I don't. I don't, know. I don't think so at all. <laughs> I like going in. Being oh. home is too distracting for me. I don't even have guitars, but I'm distracted. Mm. I don't know. Just looking right. around my. My bedroom here uh, as we do this. Hey, I just heard back from Travis Yost. Travis is the the first person, I think maybe last Friday, Thursday or Friday, who was pointing out how nationwide this was, is yeah. likely to be a really brutal weekend uh, weather-wise. So that sort of planted a seed in my head. And um, he's been he's a Bills fan, and he's been tweeting a lot about just like whether they could move this game or they should or just what it looks like to him. He's I, I think he's kind of an expert on it on um, reading long-range weather maps and stuff. If I, I think Travis maybe knows a lot. All right. So he will come on next. He wants to come on. And oh, tell, sweet. We, let's, let's find out what uh, he thinks we're looking at here, what they should do. Sound good? I'm all for that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. We'll have Brad Spielberger today talking about uh, what? Coaching. <laughs> Coaching uh, changes. He's all over the coaching, uh, the, the coaching carousel. I feel like, like following him on Twitter, that, that that's mostly what I see him tweeting about for the last couple of days. So you know, we, I'm sure we can talk about the playoffs too, but I think you know the coaching stuff is what where he where his head seems to be at. Uh, so that was at least one thought anyway with him. Sal will join us for the roundtable from five to six. Picks after that. Football Friday on WGR, presented by Tops Markets. Score big savings and elevate your food game. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, it is time for us to take a break. We'll be back in a snap with Travis Yost. It's brought to you by Snapdragon Apples, the official apple of the Buffalo Bills. It's not a factor to us, us being even in Pittsburgh that gets cold here. It's nothing, nothing new to us. We're prepared for that. We're, we're happy to even be in those type of environments because this is a mentality thing. So you know, we're excited for the, this weekend. Najee Harris. Imagine if he had said different. What? Wind and cold and snow? That's not going to work. Pass. Is the team thoughts bus on, even uh, going to be able to get there? <laughs> your thoughts on playing in these conditions, Najee? I'd rather not do it. <laughs> Just What if the bus be, gets stuck? <laughs> it'd be a lot more fun if it were nice out. I don't know. I'm considering uh, asking for a trade. Immediately to a team that's playing in better conditions this weekend. That's that's my uh, mentality. Of course, it's going to be fine. Najee Harris thinks so. Everybody on these two teams. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Teams think so, but maybe not uh, really. Travis Yost joins us now on the West Her Hotline. We won't uh, be getting into Fenwick and hockey analytics, at least not for too much of this conversation. But Travis is a Bills fan. He's been on our show many times. And how much do you know about weather? I don't know if I've ever we've ever really asked you that. It seems like maybe a lot. So, you know how, like, your, your things that you do on day-to-day, there's like a handful of things that you do every day? Well, my in-real-life career forces me to stare at the weather 24-7, 365, uh, which in no way, shape, or form makes me an expert in any capacity. Uh, however, it does mean that I'm constantly looking at this dumbness across the United States right now. And <laughs> you don't – I think the remarkable thing is it has been – like December I think was the warmest December in the United States in like 30 years. Like we've had a really easy intro into winter, and then January rolled around, and – there are, like, three different systems. I mean, if you guys, you're going to get buried in wind and snow in the northeast as you've got tornadoes and severe thunderstorms moving up the mid-Atlantic and you've got just an absolute nuclear bomb of snow heading for the Pacific Northwest and West Coast. So, like, if you're in Lubbock, Texas, you're probably okay, but the rest of the country is <laughs> under siege in some capacity right now. And that was kind of known a week ago, wasn't it? Didn't I respond to a tweet of yours, I think maybe last Friday, about what the map looked like? I'm not sure how, how specific you can be to lake effect. That rings uh, a bell. So, Didn't but... you say something like, look at Tampa? Was yeah. That, that yeah, was you, is, right? Yeah. <laughs> the majority of the games, absent if you're playing in a dome, the majority of the games were either directly under likely impact of severe weather or maybe they were missing it by a day or two on either end of the spectrum, right? Like, that that's the remarkable thing. And quite frankly, I mean, you can talk about weather until you're blue in the face, right? But, like, by mid-next week, most of these systems have already blown out, uh, especially on the East Coast. It's We're really talking about just a really, really tough five-day stretch across the United States. And it, it is it is marked and pronounced in Buffalo, to say the least, 
but certainly anyone who's a football fan knows what's going on in Kansas City, and you don't need to know uh, anything about absent Buffalo and Kansas City. Just look around the rest of the country. There is a lot of slop and a lot of mess right now. So with all with that said, like do, does it make sense? Like we're we're starting here today, and one of the first things I say to Mike is the governor's declaring a state of emergency. Don't go anywhere if you don't have to. If you're going to the game, pay attention to the forecast and be careful. Basically, is the messaging I'm I'm hearing, and I don't know, man. Like that all just seems kind of insane to me. I I gotta be I, so I I mean I was obviously talking about this about an hour ago, but I actually think there is a non-zero chance, five percent, ten percent. I don't know what that is, but I I really think they they will consider moving this game i would bet that they already have contingency plans in place and the reason why is in part what you just said state of emergency is already in place if you if this forecast tightens up and they have very high confidence or at least reasonably enough confidence that this squall and and that stretch is going to hit orchard park in a material way and you're talking about not just the state of emergency being declared but road closures um or whether whether the city closes them or uh, alternatively, they're closed by the nature of inherently terrible conditions. I, I don't. The NFL will tolerate just about anything when it comes to weather. I think the only thing that they may not tolerate would be the following scenario: fifty thousand fans, and maybe more notably, a hundreds of of employees to support this. Um, transiting to and from the game in these conditions, where the county. Uh, and the city proper are saying, stay home, don't do anything else. That is a fundamentally, like, I, I know a lot has been talked, you know, in NFL circles about just the horrific, horrific wind chill in Kansas City. And, and there's no, I mean, it is horrific. But when when you're talking about that people physically can't get in cars and drive because there's blockages or road closures, whatever the case is, then you don't even have, if not if not the safety of the fans that are going to be traveling this game, uh, then the actual employees required to run this game. I like. I think. I guess all this to say, like, I think you're fooling yourself if you're thinking the NFL isn't thinking about some sort of contingency plan. And I think the third variable, which is interesting, is you've got a holiday on Monday, right? A federal holiday on Monday, yep. and you've already got a game set up for Monday night. I I do wonder if they look at shifting this Buffalo game to Monday, which, by the way, would also be played in poor conditions but nothing nothing remotely similar to this where where you are a real possibility of competing with city resources that need to be deployed to support things that are not football games um and then the other the other piece of this is like okay well if the buffalo game moves then maybe you have an argument to slide the kansas city game just because of how dangerous the temperatures are to sunday and i i I don't necessarily know and if you notice the winds uh, and Kansas City dry down on uh, on Sunday, and the winds, the real feel is materially better. Um, I, I don't know if I, again, I, is it unlikely? I, I would say yeah, but I I think this is probably the only scenario where the NFL would actively consider moving a game. And and I don't even mean move. I don't mean move a game location. I mean the timing of it. Like mm-hmm. I have to think the NFL is working with broadcast partners at least on contingency plans with this right now. Wither Peacock in that scenario. Right, right. Uh, that might Peacock, be the game they'd hype. be most reluctant to do anything with because that's <laughs> like a, you know, that's a that's a big launch and that's, you know, go get subscribers and right. whatever. Like, so um, I, I can just imagine 
like TV executives and and league executives just making these arguments and and just oh my gosh, it, it just seems insane. But what did we? What is the one thing? What is the one thing, right, wrong, or otherwise, independent? If it ever made sense or didn't make sense, or all things in between, what is the one thing that we learned from the COVID year? It's when the city and/or the county they have a an influence on the NFL that almost no other party has. And if they say these are the local ordinances, these are the rules of engagement for whatever time period, that does factor into NFL decision-making. We saw that during COVID. I get it is a fundamentally different type mm-hmm. of emergency at the time, uh, but that that is the only time we, as a collective fan base, and we, the NFL broadly, have seen the NFL actually lift a finger um, and, and acquiesce to another party that is not the NFL. And that's why I am saying I don't really think it is impossible to dream of a scenario where they kick this Buffalo game out 24 hours. By the way, and I don't know if the show, Bulldog, has ever sounded older than when I cited Fenwick earlier. I could have gone with expected goals, many many different things. Goals saved but, above uh, expected, something else. Uh, sure, I mean, there's a list. There's a list. But – Travis, by the way, the Sabres are home tomorrow at 4 to Vancouver and Monday at 1 to, I think, San Jose, by the way. Two home games during this. And I think and I think you can make the exact same argument. It's like, well, everyone will be safe inside. It's an arena, right? Like, everyone's good to go. And it's like, the question is, are people going to be able to get there? Like, the employees that run the show, the fans. Like, I get a fundamentally different regular season game in the NHL, blah, blah, blah. But, like, Again, this is the o- the only time we have seen the NFL or maybe sports leagues more broadly um, shift their decision-making is when local governments have to weigh in. And whether they do that the right way or the wrong way or you agree or disagree, that's moot because we've seen that the NFL specifically will bend a little bit when these things do materialize. And if you're the, if you're the Sabres in the NHL and you're in a very similar boat where roads are completely you know destroyed and you've got – You've got plows all over the place working, and and they cannot free up some of these roads. And you've got accidents, and like every everyone in Buffalo has lived through snowstorms, significant snowstorms, and frequently it's hey that wasn't as bad as we thought. But every once in a while you get something that is really bad, or it's really bad for a short period of time. I don't think this storm is really bad, but I do think it has the potential to be really bad for a short period of time right, based but- on the forecast. And if that's the case. Again, I'm like, the NFL has an opportunity here, I think, um, without knowing all the other variables in place. Like, it would seem logical. You've got this Monday midday landing spot. I know the NFL doesn't want to do it. But, again, if you do see hands forced a little bit, I I wonder if they kick this out. Right. And we're already seeing that here. I mean, we've already mentioned the Governor Hochul in New York State, state of emergency. Travis, like, the, the Christmas blizzard last year uh, left a mark. And maybe we were going to have an over, if this ends up being an overreaction, uh, definitely like government officials, the county executive in, in the county of Erie, where the city of Buffalo is, and, and Governor Hochul took, took some heat, so did the, the mayor of Buffalo, for maybe not being as alarmed about the power of that storm. Um, so you've got, I think they're itchy, and I understand why they would be. Um, they they want to be doing the right thing, even if it's being you know abundance of caution. You mentioned COVID. There's there's that phrasing. So you've got maybe I, I don't I don't want to use the I, I'm I'm struggling to not use the phrasing trigger happy here because that's not the right way to put it. Uh, but that's what was in my head. So sorry, but you've got I think 
like executives in government who are edgy about this, to say the least. It's, it's, the, it's the classic hot soap theory, right? Again, right, wrong, or otherwise, they touched a hot soap once, right? And now they have reinformed how they may make decisions going forward, right? And no one likes to touch a hot soap the second time because it's like, I'm an idiot. Why did I just burn my hand again, right? And I think that is that is the arithmetic that's factoring. Now, again, if they say, hey, we're shutting down parts of the city, we're shutting down parts of Orchard Park, um, we're going to put a curfew in place for just a six-hour period when it, you know, when it's really dumping, uh, you know, it's an inch to two inch an hour, um, and winds are peaking up, and we just do not believe that we have the emergency resources to support steady state operations in the city. The, the game is not going to be played at that time if that is the case. Now, how likely is that? I have no idea. And I, you know, part of the issue here is. It, you know, it's Friday, and it seems like we're super close to the game, but from forecasting principles, I am no expert, but I am enough to know that when you're 48 to 72 hours out, you still got a little ambiguity in there. Mm-hmm. I, my guess is that we, we probably are in a 24-hour period by midday Saturday. And, and let me say the most uh, – it's, it, it is not meant to be funny, but it, I think it kind of is. I took Adam Schefter's tweet today as all-time front-running of the highest order from the NFL. Like, hey, we're monitoring the weather as Mm -hmm. we do all games, (laughs) but I want you to know – that Adam Schefter knows that we're monitoring the weather. I'm sorry. Who? Why? What? Why else would you say that unless you're talking about contingency planning? Makes sense, Travis. Before you go, uh, one of the first tweets I saw from you this week, maybe, was just like. All this work the Bills did to earn this home game and everything else, and they're going to, what, have a 6-3 to three game or something like that, even if it's Monday, but probably if it's Sunday as planned and it's very windy and maybe snowy, of course, we know what that can do to a football game. How big of a neutralizer would you see that as, knowing these teams? You guys are making fun of the governor a little bit, right? The PTSD. I got PTSD from the Mac Jones game still. I know you guys do. Um, so that's not great. But, like, I got to be honest. Like, this is a game that Buffalo should win in every every environment, right? And this is not a team that I think any Buffalo Bills fan trusts implicitly or even close to that. But you're playing the weakest of the 14 teams. Can Pittsburgh beat any team in the playoffs? Yes. I, there, there's We've seen enough parity this year, one. And, two – Pittsburgh's certainly competent enough to pull an upset in any game. I think the most – so, one, I think Buffalo is going to win this game. I, I don't know about you guys, though. I have been perplexed at not the plummeting over-under, which makes total sense, independent of when they play, but that the spread has not changed at all as a result. Like, even if you're a big Bills believer and think they are a materially better team than Pittsburgh, and I do – 10 points in a windstorm seems absolutely insane when the premium of each point, now that your total is, what, 34? I, the premium of each point is so compelling that even from, like, a spread perspective, it's like, yeah, if Pittsburgh scores six points, they may cover this game, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I learned yesterday, uh, talking to one of our experts on that front, Joe Ostrowski, like, because one of my first reactions to the matchup was, wow, why is the total so low? It wasn't 34, but it might have been 36 mm-hmm. on Monday. I didn't realize that it opened at 43 and went down so fast. The Sharps knew the forecast. They And, you know, that's not snow, that's wind. Uh, they knew that a week ago like you did. So why hasn't the line moved? Because it's a mismatch in a neutral setting, and they expected... Sharps expected 
bad weather conditions the whole time, all week? The speculators nailed it on two fronts. Um, they nailed the over-under totals a week out because the forecasts were horrific and have gotten worse since. Um, and the speculators on Wall Street knew what that would do for natural gas. So as NFL point totals <laughs> plummeted, natural gas skyrocketed, and the forecasts have held. So if you were in that world of the universe, you made an awful lot of money this week. Congrats. Right. Thanks for taking some time for us, Travis. Uh, enjoy this if you can. Anytime, guys. Go build. Travis Yost, TSN hockey analyst. Travis Yost on the West Her Hotline and weather aficionado like, is that, knows is, it. Are we gonna go with that. Go with that. Yeah. Why didn't I know to bet to buy uh, gas futures? Why didn't I know to do that? You never said anything about that. I kept it all for myself. Yeah, just yeah. couldn't even tell him. You thought it would have been illegal to tell a friend. That's what I've been told. <laughs> You're playing, playing it safe. I'm suddenly very uncomfortable right. with this conversation. Football Friday on WGR. Brad Spielberger of PFF coming up. We'll talk some playoffs and also big developments this week in the world of coaching. Pete Carroll, Jim Harbaugh, or Jim Harbaugh, uh, maybe Jim Harbaugh, Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel, Nick Saban, all uh, here in a few days. Sal Capaccio joins us for the roundtable from 5 to 6 this weekend. We'll get you that after a break, actually. Lay out where the Sabres are going to be and the other playoff games. We'll have everything on one of our stations, and we'll let you know what that looks like here coming up. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. Not even worth saying anymore. Football Friday on WGR. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Brad Spielberger next. Sal Capaccio for... An hour from 5 to 6 in our regular Friday Roundtable segment. The picks you've all been waiting all week for coming up at 6. 6 and 0. 6 and 0. Perfect weekend coming. I can't wait to get the picks. Are yours done? Like you're all set? All set. I haven't done mine yet. Mm. I did. Waiting all week for Friday at 6. Like the song song goes. That's exactly Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're right. Uh, I did, I was looking at it last night, even watching the Sabres game and had the thought that I, I loved Miami, like ultimate, like the buster of all busters here. Uh, you know, mostly about the weather. Um, and I just, I, I, I woke up this morning like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> it just seems to be like I'm gonna be watching that game tomorrow night and watching them like like shatter into a million pieces like icicles falling off your roof onto the sidewalk and be like, why in the world did I think that they could be competitive in this game? I just I don't know. So I, I swung the other way. So I'm giving one away here. Chiefs. You woke up asking yourself all the questions yes, about your life. Yes. Just how did I make you know, these these certain bad choices in the course of my life? What was I thinking? Including maybe backing the Miami Dolphins plus four and a half. Absolutely uh, right. Saturday night. Yes. In the playoffs exactly. at Kansas City. What happened this morning? 
That game will be on WGR tomorrow night, assuming it's played tomorrow night, after the Sabres game. I think Ross Tucker has the radio call of the game in, the game in Kansas City. I he's, think I saw yes, imagine. he's in the booth, and then I think on Sunday he's on the sideline maybe for Green Bay-Dallas, or is that Los Angeles-Detroit? He's Detroit. Got, he's double-dipping. Okay, yeah. So he's in the booth uh, for the cold game. Yeah. Yeah, that worked out. <laughs> I would say, yeah. He's got both night games. So, well, Saturday, Sunday, not Monday. But we'll have the Sabres on WGR starting at 3 tomorrow with pregame and then 4 o'clock for Vancouver. Again, all this is assuming these teams actually play sports uh, this weekend. Miami at Kansas City Saturday night. We'll have the Bills, of course, with pregame and then all of it. Bulldog and I will have postgame on Sunday. And then we'll have the Sunday night game. So both Ross's games will be on WGR and then the Monday night game will be on WGR also, with the Sabres playing at 1 on Monday. That game will be on the bet fifteen twenty noon pregame for that one, uh, so that they'll, they, they'll uh, let Bulldog and I talk here on, on Monday. That's what that's about. So the Sabres uh, get bumped for us. That's kind of a little bit uh, daunting of a, of a thought. It, that's it, what's it's a little happening. intimidating, yeah. yeah. And then a couple of other games that I don't think you mentioned in there, uh, the the 4.30 game on Saturday will be on WBEN, and the 4.30 game on Sunday will also be on WBEN. So while, like, while we're doing post-game, if you're bumping around and, I don't know, like you get mad at us or you don't feel like listening to Sean McDermott talk, you can you know switch over and listen to the other game. You might be in your car a little bit, right? Sunday, right. if you're if going to the stadium is in your plans, and it probably is. We'll have Brad Spielberger next to talk some NFL as well. We'll look for your calls after that and bring on Sal at five. Mike Shope and the Bulldog Football Friday continues on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 